Hello and welcome to Ringwood's podcast. As your host, Rosie Watts, each week I am joined by a series of authors, colleagues and guest visitors to discuss all things books and publishing. everyone and welcome back to the Ringwood Publishing Podcast. This week I'm very excited to be inviting on my colleague Rudila Sharma to be speaking about Leela Sommer's novel Murder at the Mila. Rudila, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for inviting me. So first of all, can you tell us a little bit about Leela Sommer and her amazing legacy? So Leela Sommer is a very well-known writer in the West End of Glasgow. She was born in India, but she migrated to Scotland, if I remember correctly, in the mid or late 20th century. Her work has been widely published and you'll find her articles, short stories and poems in the likes of The Scotsman, The Grind, New Voices and many other magazines. She has also been published in anthologies by the Scottish Peapock Network and Glasgow Women's Library. In fact, I remember seeing an Instagram post by the Scottish Peapock Network about an anthology that they had produced and Leela's work had been featured there. So by that time, I had started joining sessions by the network and I was in fact writing a piece about publishing for them. And I remember seeing that post on social media and thinking how cool it was to be connected with Leela as part of that network. My engagement with her through Ringwood has largely been professional and more limited to promoting her work or coordinating for events. So it was just lovely to meet her as a fellow writer as part of that particular network. She was very active in taking part in the sessions that we had and she was very supportive. And that's the thing about Leela, right? She was somebody who actively engaged with groups and communities. Someone who was as prominent as she was didn't really have to do that. She could have easily secured an agent for herself and sat in an ivory tower of sorts, but she chose to surround herself with people. And I think that's the main reason why people remember her. The fact that she inaugurated the Kavya Prize last year to promote writing by BIPOC writers is another thing that I feel says so much about her interest in creating spaces that are not just for herself, but for others. Most of the things I now know about Leela are things I've learned from other people. I personally know writers she has supported. I know professors in Glasgow as well as Edinburgh who have talked about her work. And I think the most fun story I can share is one that involves a writer I was speaking to recently who shared with me that she had once been at a writer's conference a few years back. She was the only brown person there. And many people came up to her and asked her, are you Leela Soma? Or you must be Leela Soma. So basically, they saw a brown woman writer and just assumed that it was Leela. That's exactly how well-known she was. So even when people didn't remember her face or even when they hadn't met her or spoken to her in person, they thought of Leela when they saw a brown woman writer in Scotland. And I feel that perhaps that's one of the reasons why Leela was so invested in curating meaningful spaces for BIPOC writers. She didn't see many around her and she gained a lot of prominence. And I think she wanted to use the platform that she had gained to create more spaces for others. That's all really interesting. Can you, in her memory, please discuss a bit, a bit more about her novel and what it contains and some of the themes? 
The novel that she published with us is called Murder at the Mela. Murder at the Mela is the first Scottish crime novel with an Asian DI. And I think the title itself says so much about what the book wants to focus on. So we know that there has been a murder at the Mela. And we also get the impression that the mystery is going to center on that. Nadia's murder in the novel is used as a means to explore social conflict. We can see how Leela ends up integrating the genre of crime fiction and conversations of social importance, ones that are more focused on themes of migration, racism, discrimination, identity and conflict. And I think in integrating these two different things, she ends up producing something that's altogether new. Now, obviously, I don't mean to suggest that crime fiction cannot really communicate or convey the things that are considered of social or political importance. I think that's absolutely possible. But by and large, a lot of crime writers don't really experiment in the way in which they can. They tend to be unambitious and unimaginative, which is why we keep getting the same kinds of stories in the market. It's the same book cover that's being recycled by different publishers and the same story being told to the readers. So in her novel, Leela introduces to us something that's new, something that actually makes us think and something that entertains us and doesn't really preach. You can see that the rivalry in this novel is marked by differences in nationality and religion. When I first read the novel, I remember asking myself why Leela had associated Hindu characters with India and Muslim characters with Pakistan because most of the Hindu characters in the novel are from India and the Muslim ones are from Pakistan. But I think that the romantic relationship between Alok and Usma is, is perfect to understand why she did that. So both of them are burdened with this interesting need to justify their relationship to their family members and yet their affection for each other remains intact. So for me, it is their relationship that makes the possibility of transnational solidarity seem realistic. It's a fantastic novel and it's a novel that basically marked Leela's debut in crime fiction, which again is an interesting fact because it was later cited as one of the nine best contemporary Scottish books. You certainly sell the novel very well, Radula. When did you first come into correspondence with Leela's novel? So I started as an intern at Ringwood in June 2021. One of the things I was eventually asked to do was to take up author support work for Leela. And I worked with her for a few months and tried to think about different options for promoting her book to Scottish readers. And frankly, I think Leela for me exists more as a legend than a person. And I say that because even though I did get the chance to speak to her and communicate with her in so many interesting and different ways, I still feel that I got to know so much about her life and her work and more importantly, the legacy that she has left behind after she passed away. And so I'm not really sure how to make sense of those memories. But yes, returning to your question, I started working with her shortly after I joined Ringwood. I think that was a wonderful experience. And one of the main things that I did while I worked for Leela was the curation of a panel for our crime night event. So we were thinking of hosting a panel just before Christmas to sell more books and also to hopefully create a space of dialogue among 
crime writers, given how crime fiction tends to be a really popular genre in general. And for some reason or the other, crime fiction is especially popular in December because apparently a lot of people like to purchase crime novels and gift them to their loved ones. So I was instrumental in curating that panel and it was lovely to work with her in that as well. One interesting thing that I realized when I saw Leela speak at the panel was how she deconstructs the oversimplified notion of the Asian, right? By hinting at so many disputes among South Asian communities, disputes that are not really recognized at large. So somebody may look at this novel and think that this is a novel that's being targeted to the South Asian market. And I think that's a claim that I would want to contest primarily because it does so much more than that. In a way, the novel invites everyone, but at the same time announces itself as so ambitious and so amazing that it doesn't mind offending everyone at the same time. So it's going to call out people who condone the language of racism. It's going to call out people who weaponize communal conflicts. It's going to call out everyone at the same time. And I think that's something that a lot of readers don't expect. So I think working with Leela in some capacity has been just useful in understanding what different South Asian writers have been doing with respect to using writing as a means of deconstructing commonly accepted biases and stereotypes, I think. Wow, there's so much to unpack there. The main thing I want to pick up on was you sort of praised these talks about a lot of crime stories talk about the same sort of plot and the same sort of story and it can almost be predictable. However, Leela in her novel seems to address so many different angles in so many different ways, including some of the issues you've just raised there in this entirely new perspective and definitely probably bring something unexpected and perhaps something that you didn't expect to read in the novel itself off a genre such as crime fiction. Do you believe that it differentiates from other crime novels yourself? That's an interesting question because I remember having a conversation with Sandy Jameson, the chief executive at Ringwood, about crime fiction a while back. And Sandy very passionately argued that crime fiction is very integral to Scottish publishing. There's still this perception that it's not literary enough. It's just popular fiction. But some of the most well-known writers in Scotland, from Val McDermott to William McIlvanny, have focused on crime in their writing. And we all know that crime sells, but crime fiction definitely tends to reflect society in more ways than one. And the general neglect of crime fiction and the general perception of crime fiction as a popular genre that has nothing critical to offer is something that has to be challenged. And I feel that a lot of our publications at Ringwood have been able to do that in a way. Our crime novels are not necessarily the ones that just feature a crime and some sad pathetic detective who's trying to solve that. We're interested in something more than that. We're interested in something more than the usual story of murder and the resolution of the murder. So I feel that in a way, Leela does something that Sandy thinks crime fiction can do and has done. But I think in another, at the same time, Leela's work 
goes beyond that because it ends up dealing with themes of racism while also exploring romantic relationships while also thinking about different ways in which prejudice functions and i think doing all of that at the same time in a novel that's so character driven that's so interesting and entertaining is something that's really hard it's something that a lot of writers aspire to do but are not necessarily able to all her skills are so admirable and what she manages to achieve in her book is just phenomenal which i'm very excited to be able to discuss in this week's podcast as well that will be re-celebrated this sunday on the 25th at the glasgow mila can you tell us a bit about our connection to it and what will be involved so the glasgow mila has been a very important annual festival for south asians in glasgow in scotland in general but primarily in glasgow and even though the festival itself is seen as an event that's primarily of cultural importance i think that it has always had some sort of a literary dimension to it even if we look beyond the mela there are so many festivals that end up accommodating panels that have something to do with writing or perhaps conversations on writing or even literature at large so in delhi for instance there's jashne rekta which is an annual festival organized in december to celebrate urdu language and it's a wonderful festival and i remember when the first time i went there i ended up running between two panels i think one was an open mic event and the other was this session of sorts where a couple of musicians were playing some instrument and essentially doing something that i found was extremely moving and i kept running between those two panels because both the panels were taking place at the same time and it was so frustrating to have to be in a position to choose between those two options so yeah i would say that many festivals tend to have different components and different elements that integrate music literature and discussions in general on well-being in scotland i think one example that comes to mind is the solas festival which was hosted from 16th to 18th of june this year so it just concluded a few days back as far as the glasgow mela is concerned they've hosted writers in residence and artists in residence before i'm not sure how widely they have advertised that part of the annual festival but they have done that as far as ringwood's explicit connection to the mela is concerned i feel the fact that leela's novel is centered on the mela is one of the main reasons why we're thinking of setting up a series of events in her memory Leela served on book festival committees she inaugurated a book prize for bipoc writers and she actively engaged with people in and outside literary circles and with murder at the mela she introduced for the first time an asian di to scottish readers and she explored the complex relationships within the community in glasgow and so it makes perfect sense why we would have a lineup at the mela I must mention that the connection between our events and the Glasgow Mela is not just Leela's novel. I mean, of course that's the main reason why we are there, 
But I just want to emphasize that Leela's novel isn't a novel that only targets South Asian readers. In fact, a lot of people can actually argue that it doesn't really target South Asian readers. The reason I say this is just because she has dealt with a lot of social issues that a lot of writers may not necessarily engage with just because they might experience backlash from various groups. One example is, for instance, she has talked about Kashmir. In her novel, there are various references to Kashmir. And I just want to say that Kashmir has always been the site of active debate and dialogue in South Asia. And Leela brought that up in her novel, not just once, but many times. She wasn't interested in usual debates about diversity, this and South Asia, that. She wrote a novel that brought up racism, that talked about Kashmir and explored interfaith relationships. And it did so much more in so many ways. So we are really excited about the vision that we have for all our events at the Mela. And we're really grateful that the Mela organizers understand and support this vision. Our first event at the Mela will start at 1 p.m. We'll have a panel discussion where we will start by reading an excerpt from Murder at the Mela. After that, we'll share a few reflective responses to the novel. And after that, we'll have a constructive dialogue about writing and publishing for BIPOC writers based in Scotland. We also have a series of workshops planned between 12.15 and 3.15. These will be led by different writers. And these workshops are basically designed to make the craft of writing accessible to everyone. Hopefully, a lot of people will benefit from taking part in the activities that have been planned for them. At 3 p.m., we'll convene in a reading tent to read aloud excerpts from Murder at the Mela. This is a fairly informal gathering, and I think that this would be a nice act to honor Leela and her writing. This idea was actually suggested by the Mela co-producer. And again, this is one of the main reasons I'm so thankful to the Mela organizers for not just allowing us to have events at the Mela, but also taking an active interest in thinking about different things that we can do to make this as constructive as possible. And then finally, at 4.45 p.m., we'll have an open mic. So this will be the final event in the shared effort to remember Leela. Leela spent a lot of time in her life bringing people together. And we feel that many workshop participants may also be interested in reading their work aloud and sharing their writing on a public platform. So the open mic is supposed to be an event that's hopefully going to reimagine the stories that we will share and the way in which we will share them. We are also launching the Leela Soma Prize this year and we hope that some of the workshop participants and other Mela attendees who will read their work at the open mic will consider submitting some of the work that they have produced to our short story competition. They will of course be considered for the overall prize of the competition but many of them may also be eligible for the Leela Soma Prize so I would encourage everyone to check our short story competition out and consider submitting their work. All these events sound incredible and I'm so excited to be attending on Sunday to see some of these occur and see how they go and seeing everyone else involved in Layla's book it will just be a great day and please if you're listening to this and are interested or curious do come along to Kelvin Grove in Glasgow on Sunday the 25th we look very much forward to seeing you there Rudila thank you so much for giving us some information on this event that's occurring and on the novel itself it's been a pleasure to have you on and we do hope to have you back at some point soon thank you so much 